Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. I mean, could we be, be any more excited? excited? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is this could possibly be the best podcast ever because there's a lot happening. So first of all, we should explain where we are. Yeah, we are actually in Central Park. Correct. <laughs> On the orange couch at the Friends pop-up in New York City. If you've been living under a rock, Central Perk is the coffee shop where all the friends hang out on their orange couch every day and no one else seems to bother them. It is truly like this is... Oh, 
I mean, I like every, like anytime I turn a corner in here, it's something that I'm like upset. Like I just literally feel like I'm living in a yearbook of of my favorite people. We walked in. Tanya has said I literally cannot maybe a hundred times, and we've only been here for like twenty minutes. There's a whole wall of like friendsisms that I like feel like I say all the time. The papa and like the it's gonna hurt my Joey's apple. You say that all the time in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's. We speak for majority yes. of the world when we say that Friends is, in my opinion, one of the most iconic shows to ever be on TV. Oh, yeah. This is this show is like everything. And I feel like this is a true two-pronged um, excitement because this is our first podcast since we got nominated again for the People's Choice Award. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. What a way to kick off the, the first podcast after the nomination. I know. At a friend's pop-up. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how? where do we start? I mean, it, it's truly a testament. So they're doing this pop-up. Is it for a month? I think a month. Yes. Just one month until it, October 7th. It's sold until October 7th. Mm-hmm. And it has sold out. Yeah. It's sold out in four hours. <laughs> My God. But, but if you come to New York, the retail space is available and open to the public. So you can come get... There's... I mean, we're standing right in front of it. There's like trillions of friends. Oh, anything. they can just come by the merch. Yeah, you can oh, buy like a Central Perk rad. apron, things like that. I'm going to be, but I literally am going to go after we do the podcast and buy everything I can get my hands on. I know. I don't have any friends merch and I'm really upset about it. <laughs> I have like the t-shirts that say, fr- you know, from like Urban or something. But anyways, if you, I, would, I was going to say, if you live in New York, if you live in New York, if you live anywhere else and you're visiting New York. You have to come here. It is the coolest thing I've ever... It's the coolest pop-up I've ever been to. I'll say that. Oh, my God. There's 50 original props from the show. There's five Rachel wigs. I saw I those. By those. Yeah. those are insane. They've got this really cool photo op by the fountain where you can... Like, I was dancing with the umbrella, and just like I was in the intro to the show. Yeah. It, it really makes you feel like you're back on set for the show. It's really cool. Tanya and I did a video with the couch yelling pivot. We'll I was Ross it. because Ross is my favorite. Yeah. Tanya loves Ross. I love Ross so much. Like he's my favorite friend, like hands down. And actually, did you know that they, fun fact, they added up all the screen time because everybody was like, oh, they're all like the same. They're all the main characters. But Ross has the most scenes out of any friend in, in the franchise. That's interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. So would you say friends? Hours, like hours of like screen time. He has the most. So he, is Friends the story of Ross then, would you say? I would not say that. No, no I would not. I would be, I would be preclumped to say that. Well, uh, so Preclumped? Presumptuous. Preclumped? I don't Pre- even, I've never heard the word preclumped. Preclumped is not a word, but. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> never stopped me before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I don't think he's the, it's the story of Ross, but he does have the most hours of screen time. But he's your favorite character. He's my favorite. He's favorite. I think it tells a lot about each, like who you are, who your favorite friend is. I always wanted to marry somebody like Ross. Shall we go around the table? Around the couch? Who's your favorite friend? Um, I mean, I wanted to be Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Okay. Danielle? Okay. Easton? Chandler. Yeah, it's a good one. The really exciting thing, though, is that we get to interview two other legendary members of the Friends cast. Um, we get to interview James Michael Tyler, who was Gunther. And we got to, we get to interview Maggie Wheeler, who is Janice, and we got to meet her before. Yeah. I, got, I went nerd out and I said, can I hug you? <laughs> 
don't think I scared her, but if I did, it's okay. We're going to sit down and I have just a chat. Think there's something like so beautiful about this show because it, honestly, I watch it every single night before I go to sleep and it just like makes me laugh. It puts me in a good mood. Like if I'm, if I'm having a bad day, I will put on the friends episode where Ross gets a tan <laughs> and it'll just completely turn me around. It'll completely turn my day around. Tanya cackles like it's not you can't hear because she has earphones in. But she when she watches friends, she cackles out loud, even if people are are around because she's just overwhelmed with the hilarious scenes. When we, when we were in Rhode Island for Jared and Ashley's wedding, Becca and I shared a room and um, I was like, I have to fall asleep to like an episode of Friends. Uh, do you care? And she's like, I'll just put your headphones in. I was like, okay, cool. So I like, put my headphones in and I start watching the episode and I'm like peeing my pants laughing. And she's like, no, I need you to turn it off. Yeah. Now. I was like, oh. I was like, you were, I thought it was going to be quiet, but you don't know how to do that. So yeah. we were talking about this last night and I, I always, cause I know you fall asleep to friends every night, but I assumed you had it on like a TV or something. And the time he's like, no, I'm just watching it on my cell phone. <laughs> In my bed. Because I don't want a TV in my bedroom, but I of like course. to fall asleep to noise. So I just put it like up on my phone on my, because th- I just like the like, I don't know, the familiar voices and stuff just soothe me to sleep. Does Senor Butterfly like friends? Um. Okay. So funny. He's only seen one episode and it's the one I made him watch. Ever? Yeah. Which episode was it? I think it was the one where Ross gets, I think <laughs> it's the one where Ross gets a tan. That's how she, she how gets people hooked. I thought I would get him hooked, but like he's not watched one since. So I'm a little uh, perplexed. Well, maybe he's waiting to watch it with you. I don't Something think he wants so. To share with you. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a thing that he likes to do when he's with you. But maybe you should put it on, on your TV and not your phone. No, I had him watch it by himself. We didn't watch it together. Oh, I had oh him watch you did. So it was like homework. homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, here's a homework assignment. And he was just like, cool. Yeah. I should give I him another you, one. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like overwhelmed with how many episodes there are. Can and- I tell you that I was like, I'm actually genuinely like um, jealous of you that you can start from season one, episode one and watch friends from top to bottom like a new viewer. Like I am jealous of you. And he just doesn't seem to be realize the gift he doesn't realize the gift that he has been given it's so funny because i remember when friends was airing live and the finale was happening and i recorded like i had a a vhs tape i put it in and recorded it the finale because they did a finale special and it was like really emotional the song from u2 called with or without you was playing during the ross and rachel oh the make out and the rain yes and i used to watch that I would rewind it and watch it over and over again because I was just like I was so sad that the show was over and I'm I'm like thrilled that it's just continued to be what it is oh it's amazing yeah it's the best um speaking of senor I got a lot of dms of people asking me how the night went and I just want to update that I completely did not do what I had planned that night. The sweatpants. The sweatpants trick. I did not. However, I, so, so I ended up wanting us to like go out. I was like, I think I just like, it, we need to like go out and like be cute. Um, but I did get, I ordered him sweatpants. When I tell you that these sweatpants could literally fit a house, they could fit a house. And I threw away the box and everything. So it's like, they're here to stay. Yeah. But like, no one's ever complained about big sweatpants. Like that's the best. They're gigantic. They, do they have a drawstring? Yeah. Then you're fine. Okay. Just be like, Hey, so I'm like here. I thought you were the size of a house. <laughs> no, I think you'd be, I think it's funny if you're like, I 
tried to order these and I really misjudged the sizing. The sizing. So you yeah. have some extra large sweatpants. Yeah. You can do that move where you uh, pull them all the way up to your neck. Oh. And, and, you know? Yeah. It, it's and dance. Com- yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. So I'll be giving him those potentially this weekend. Y'all had a cute weekend, though. We I got did. a cute photo of y'all having a picnic. We did. We had a picnic on the beach. Was it romantic? It was so romantic. <laughs> it was so cute. Well, we have a very, very exciting guest coming in just one second. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with Gunther. (laughs) Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. All right, you guys, we're back. And we have our first guest of the day. We have James Michael Tyler. He is Gunther on Friends. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. It really feels like we're sitting next to a legend, truly. Oh, well, thanks. I don't look like Gunther anymore, though, right? Yeah, your hair's brown. Yeah, I have a beard. I feel I'm like I walked imi- by. You didn't even realize you were Gunther because yeah. I was looking for the blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have done that. It's like, <laughs> hey, who's, who's that guy with a beard? Um, no, I was just in between projects. And, uh, you know, I did the 20th anniversary five years ago. And so I did re-Guntherify myself for that because uh, I thought, well, that's probably going to be the last of these things. You know, I couldn't imagine it going more years. And now here's the 25th anniversary. Yeah. So they call me back. Yeah. And I'm like, sure, but I'm. I can't appear to Gunther. I retired him. Oh, you yeah. reti- officially retired him. I did. Wow. Yeah. I think there will be many, many more oh, anniversaries. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. It's, I, I never would have expected it. You know, when we when we finished the series, uh, you know, in 2004, mm-hmm. um, I thought, wow, what a great run. I was a working actor on a TV show for 10 years, which, uh, you know, that, w- that was fantastic. But now, you know, here we are this many years later, and... What, this is like the third generation now starting yeah. off those bands? I met some people yesterday. Um, uh, a woman, she must have been about, you know, 20, 25 mm-hmm. or so. And she said, this was my grandma's favorite show and my mom's favorite show. And they used to watch it with, like, me as an infant. And she Aww. said, and, and it's, it's amazing. She says, now my daughter is watching oh, it. Oh, that it's, is so cool. It's just 
it's it's stunning. It's, it's humbling, honestly. I was just telling them that this this guy that I just started dating has never he's seen one episode of Friends, and that's the one I told him to watch. And I was mm-hmm. like, you truly have a you don't realize the gift that you have because you get to start from with fresh eyes. Oh yeah. I'm like I w- I think I've seen every episode maybe a hundred times. Wow. Well, you you've yeah. definitely seen it a lot more than I have. <laughs> Are you? you really good at Friends trivia too? Oh yeah, we are. We do it are on you? the podcast sometimes oh, as a okay. competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. You know what? I'm terrible at Friends <laughs> trivia. I really am. It's kind of embarrassing. Do you still watch it? Um, I'm. I can I I can watch it more with an ob- objective eye now, but uh, for years. Um, I would try to watch an episode, and all I could think, I couldn't, like, suspend my disbelief, as they say, you know, because I'd see a, a scene, I'm like, boy, Schwimmer was so hilarious in that scene, and and wow, Lisa was amazing in this scene, and I couldn't see them as the characters, right? You know, oh, because yeah. I knew all of them in real life, and we worked together very tight-knit for 10 years, so, and it was a job, yeah. you know, and I knew the script inside and out, like, when it was actually airing for the first time on TV, I was kind of like, I couldn't tell my friends. They're like, what happens in this one? I'm like, you're just going to have to watch. It's like, oh. I had the script. I know what's going to happen, but I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to ruin the experience for you. But as time gone, uh, has gone on, um, now I can kind of see it with fresh eyes. Yeah. And it's a really pretty darn good show. Do you have a favorite friend? Um, I just love Phoebe. Oh. Hilarious! Wow. I love that we've all picked a different person. This, yeah. is, this yeah. is really. I mean, they were all great, but totally. I, and I think maybe that's because you know, knowing Lisa in in, in real life, yeah. you know, as Lisa Kudrow, uh, she is so completely different than the character she played in Phoebe, uh, and brilliantly does that turn. Um, it's it's just masterful, a masterful performance. I I feel that way. I almost felt like it was you watched it and each what was so cool about the show is that each episode it was like someone had a moment where they like really shined or like they were really funny or Mm -hmm. and it just happened like that. I y'all filmed in front of a live audience, right? Yes, we did. So did you ever have moments where you broke and couldn't get it together with anyone in particular? All the time. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Um, and another thing about the filming in front of a live audience, you, you know, we would we would have a table read um, Mondays, I believe, and then we would have like a, we rehearse throughout the week, and then we would have a writer's run through on Thursdays. We filmed on Fridays. So the Thursday, the writer run through was always like, people were laughing. Of course, the writer's you know, did the jokes, and yeah. they would laugh because they wrote the jokes. <laughs> now, on occasion, we would get in front of a live studio audience, and they thought that joke was going to land, and it would not get the reception from the audience, the reaction that they were expecting. Um, but um, we were such, they were such a, uh, just a tight-knit machine at that huh. point. Um, they would just huddle up after the take, the writers, with the actors, and they would on the fly write a new joke or a new scene on the fly and go back and they would go back. All right. And action. And they would do the new scene and the audience would like nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10, that joke would land. That is and a so lot of awesome. it was spontaneity. There was a lot of ad living too. I mean, with I'm the, sure. With the actors, yeah. 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 You know? Cause they like become their, oh, yeah. the, their characters. Yeah. And they would just like say something that was not even in the script. Yeah. And it was always hilarious. When you were cast, did you know that you'd be as regular as you as you were the whole series? Um, well, I actually was not cast. I, I came in as an, as an extra the first and you were episode just so good? of the first season. Uh, I was a barista in real life with a Master of Fine Arts degree. 
Okay. I was so, going to ask that yeah, question. Is yeah. it if, how your barista skills are in real life? Uh, yes, I'm, I, I was actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I was a barista in my day as well. So. Yeah, you know the bourgeois pig in Hollywood? It's a coffee shop in Hollywood. No. Um, it's been it's one of the older of the new breed of coffee shops. Uh, it, they started in 1992, and I was one of the original baristas. Oh there. my gosh! And um, there was a second AD that I you know I was doing some extra work to make some extra money. Um, and so he, he called me one evening and he said, hey, there's this new show that I'm going to be the second AD on. And there's a coffee house set in there. And I know that you work at the Bourgeois Pig. So maybe it'd be cool if you come in because you can look natural behind Right, right. The you know counter. what you're doing with, yeah, a, with yeah, an exactly. espresso machine. You can machine. move your elbows correctly, <laughs> yeah. or at least mine making a cappuccino <laughs> and steaming milk. Um, so I went in that next day. But that night, this is just a weird 24 hours. That evening, a friend of mine also called me and said... Hey, you know, I'm, I want to be a stylist. Would you mind come over and let me bleach your hair? This was I, oh, completely God. unintentional. Oh, so I went over to the house. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. I'll be your guinea pig. So they bleached my hair. That night, I went on to the show, the ne- on to Friends, the very first episode the next day. And they said, okay, you're coffee guy. He was not Gunther until a year and a half later. Oh For a year God. and a half, I was an extra called coffee guy. I have chills. And uh, they put me behind the uh, counter. And the producers the ex- and the creators of the show, they liked the look. They said, oh, I guess that's what a, you know, a barista in New York City in 1994 would look like. He'd have this kind of you know, shocking white hair um, and all, all the crazy clothes and ties. That came later. I think the very first episode, I wore my own clothing, and I had this really ridiculous red smoking jacket that I put on. Oh, my gosh. And so it kind of had that look. Yeah. But kind they of liked created it so much your that they own had me space. Back. Yeah, to, yeah. A, to, agree, to a degree, I should say. But, and then they kept calling me back and calling me back and calling me back. And about a year and a half later, in the middle of the second, ep- uh, second season, uh, Marta Kaufman, one of the ex- creators, mm-hmm. walked up to me outside when I had some free time. And she said, hey, do you have any acting experience? I said, yes, I, I have a Master of Fine Arts in acting, actually. And she said, well, that's good to know. And she walked away, didn't <laughs> say a word. And the uh, next week I showed up for work, and she said, hey, your name is Gunther. And I was like, what? Yeah, you, you're a character name. Your, your character's name is Gunther, and you have a line in today's episode. Uh, uh, really? And uh, my line was, yeah. It was literally one <laughs> word. Um, completely had nothing to do with the storyline. It was just like a little gag uh, with Ross and the new Gunther at, in the coffee shop where um, Ross hands Gunther a slinky. Uh, actually, I, Ross asked Gunther if he has stairs at his place. He would bought a slinky for Rachel as a gift, <laughs> and she didn't want it or something. And uh, so he said, hands Gunther the slinky. Uh, Gunther says, yeah. Hands the slinky and says, knock yourself out. So anyway, and it just kind of evolved from there. That's so cool. That's yeah. even cooler than I thought. I thought it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you're brought on and, you know, you're going to be appearing as Gunther. I didn't realize that you uh-huh. just came on. You were an extra then. Oh, yeah. And I, I never, you know, I, I never knew if for a long time if they were going to have me back. You know what I meant? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like established as a coffee guy. Um, that is but so I, like, Between legit. the first season and the second, I didn't even realized that it had become popular over the summer. I think it went to number one in the reruns over the summer, but I honestly didn't know because, you know, it's before social media and, yeah, and you yeah. know, cell phones and everything. Right. So I really wasn't paying attention to the ratings. I was just really hoping that I'd get an extra, like, 45 bucks 
per week. <laughs> Wait, are you, you you still make money off this show, right? Uh, through residuals and the episodes that I spoke in. Um, right. Which has been a lot, know, right? A lot. Um, I mean, were, I probably watch number, you every night. Um, yeah, there were uh, Gunther didn't always speak though, so oh. you know. So well, there we did one of our trivia questions on the podcast was how many episodes you appeared in. Yes, what 150. It was it was a lot. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good number. Even if you don't speak, though, my, my favorite part of watching the show is just watching you in the background. Like, oh yeah, like, I don't know. It's just it's so fun. It was like, fun. Your expressions that there was a lot of face acting yep. going on. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you were you were like with I didn't even realize you didn't speak in every episode. I know. It feels like there's something going on. <laughs> Thank you. It's magic. Magic. Yeah. Well, we are honored to have you on honored. the show. Thank you I'm so much. I'm honored to be on your show. I'm a big fan. Thank you. <laughs> I know you live in LA and you listen to Kiss FM. That is there so rad. Go. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank All you right. so much. And congratulations. You'll be celebrating this forever, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, I we hope, hope so. to see yeah. you at the 30th and the yeah. 35th <laughs> and the 40th go. and the 45th and the 50th. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Well, have you guys heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? And they're insanely comfortable and machine washable. I know this to be true because I have thrown mine in the washing machine. Rothy's has quickly grown to a most loved gotta have them brand. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable, washable, really all in one pair of shoes. And they're the perfect flats for life on the go. It's true. Megan Markle wears them. Um, Rothy's are the everyday flats for life on the go. They're stylish and versatile, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Rothy's come in a wide range of colors and patterns, and they're available in four different silhouettes. Plus, they're constantly launching new styles, so you're guaranteed to find a pair or three that you love. I feel like you and Amy always have your camo Rothy's on, and they're so cute, and they go with everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like you rave about how comfortable they are. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than an uncomfortable pair of flats. There's nothing better to me than a pair of shoes you can throw in the washing machine. Uh, Also a plus. Yeah. Um, They're ultra comfortable. So, and that's as soon as you slip them on. So there's no break in period for these shoes, which is truly a game changer. I currently have band-aids on my feet from bad shoes. So Mm. this really resonates. Um, Rothy's always come with free shipping and free returns exchanges. So there's no risk, no worries, or no reason not to try. Rothy's are manufactured in a zero waste factory and they ship directly in the shoebox. So there's no unnecessary packaging. These are feel good flats in more ways than one. Yep. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Becca. Go to rothys.com. That's R O T H Y S dot com slash becca to get your new favorite flats comfort style and sustainability these are the shoes you've been waiting for head to rothys.com slash becca today all right so we are back and our next guest i like i said earlier i feel like i approached you and i scared you i was like can i have a hug but we have Maggie Wheeler here, who plays the, would you say infamous or famous Janice? I'll take either. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I watched interviews of you before we got here, and I had no idea that you didn't sound like Janice. That does surprise (laughs) a lot of people. (laughs) They're like, wait, you don't talk like that? What do you mean? Uh, but you know, I, sometimes I do talk like that. Oh, <laughs> just, oh so you can, can just happen. get it. You can get it back. Sure, why not? 
did you, how did how did that did you who came up with the you having that voice um i did and i i got the audition it just I, I came across a fax machine that's how long ago it was and i saw the the script and i saw the writing and i and it was there was just a rhythm to the voice and it said fast talking new yorker up at the top and the scene was the scene that takes place on the orange couch you happen to be sitting on where i sat next to matthew and said oh you know i got you socks mix and match moose and squirrel squirrel and moose whichever you want and i could just hear her i thought oh yeah i know that girl i i I grew up around those people let's do it so that's how i showed up for the audition it literally could not be any other way. Like we no. walked through and the, even just seeing the words written out, oh my God, it was like it, in my head, it was you. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I've seen that meme of me as Janice where, and it says, I can hear this picture. So I, <laughs> totally. I know that it has entered into the psyche of, of millions of people. <laughs> they can't get away from me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I feel as though we might be like one degree of separation because I did match with Matthew Perry on a dating app. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So I mean, he's he mine, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're like one degree of, apart, even though I never met him, never responded. And what was your line to him? I, I, Happy, Saturday. Oh, yeah, I Happy Saturday. <laughs> and he didn't respond. It's, <laughs> respond. it's probably for the best because I don't think like I like with the friends characters like it's just it, it, I could never if I literally went on a date with him I'd just be like you're Chandler Bing like there's yeah, no how do like you do that? I can't there's no way I couldn't have done it did you have anyone I mean I know most of your scenes were with Matthew Perry but you were kind of involved with everyone was yes. there anyone that you like really that I like the like did you ever bust into laughter with anyone specific you know everybody made me laugh and we cracked up on set a lot because the writing was hilarious these actors are hilarious we it was it's wonderful when you crack each other up you kind of wait for those moments but we had a couple there were a couple of specific times where we really had a hard time keeping it together in the scene where I'm hyperventilating into the paper bag (laughs) and eventually I suck the receipt up into my mouth so um in that scene, we had rehearsed it many, many times. And every time Matthew grabbed the bag and every time the air just kind of exited the bag, that's all that ever happened in rehearsal. And on the show night with all those people, all of a sudden he grabbed that bag and it burst. There was this huge bang and he looked at me and I looked at him and we had to keep going. And I hid myself in the bag. So you can see if you watch that scene that I am just holding back hysterical laughter. And Matthew looks like he is too, because we just weren't expecting it. It was like, bang. Anyway, that was a hilarious moment. And then um, in the episode where I hook up with Ross and nobody's expecting it, uh, that audience reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's my favorite. So, you know, every entrance I ever made as Janice, I made from my, I was hidden from the audience until my, until I made my first entrance. So the audience was always shocked to see me and it's a great, you know, it's kind of a great way to have an entrance on any show. I get to be a rock star every time I show (laughs) up, you know, for that first time. But on that episode, nobody had a clue and that buildup went on and on and on. He hooked up, he hooked up and they're just, and he's like, I don't have to tell you, I don't have to tell you and it just goes on and the audience is thinking what the hell is going on and when I jumped through that door and said you left your scarf in the taxi or whatever I say the audience lost it I mean they just lost it and they screamed and they laughed and they're like no yes no and it went on for so long that we all started to just lose it and again if you look you'll see I take the scarf and I put it up to my face because I'm like okay I can't I'm about to lose my I'm about to lose it all Oh my well, so gosh. how did that if you were in front of I, I feel I don't know if this is like common knowledge, but if you start laughing and break character, do you redo it? How does it work? 
Yeah, you do redo it. And, yeah. and, and you know, if you watch a bloopers reel, you will see how many times they lost it and cracked up all the time. So actually, you know, it's so much fun for the audience when everybody loses. Yeah. They're cool, you know. Um, so, yeah, you, you usually shoot a scene two or three times anyway. So if you break and you you know, you crack up, they'll just do it again. I didn't realize it was in front of a live audience. I literally thought it was a laugh yeah, track. Yeah, I'm just like, the which I duly enjoyed. Like, I still, it <laughs> still gives me a thrill. I was like, I don't even care if these are like recorded laughs. This is so good. Yeah, no, it was live. Absolutely. I'm so jealous of anyone who has gotten to go. I, I mean, know. someone weirdly, someone said, oh yeah, well, I went to a friend's like live recording and like my heart dropped because I was like, I'll never get to do <laughs> oh. that. But sad. I do get to do this. We're doing this. It's as, it's as close as it could be. I mean, you're sitting in these on these sets. It feels like we're back there. I know. Right. That's what we were saying. I feel like um, they've been... I mean, I feel like the everybody... Poor things. Anytime anybody gets in front of a microphone, they're like, are you going to reboot Friends? Are you going to reboot Friends? Yeah, yeah. Would you want them to reboot Friends? I don't know. I mean, you know, I think it would be kind of extraordinary to see everybody come back together, but it would have to be obviously the right script, the right context. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to take the characters forward in some way. I don't know that it will ever happen, but, you know, I, we can all dream. I know. It seems like everybody's down for it. They just want to do it right. Yeah. I get nervous because it's so iconic how it is. And not that it would be, I mean, it would still be amazing, but it was just like there was something so magical about the show. And I kind of feel like it had this, beauty to it that wasn't social media or like wasn't you know it it just had what it had and it was magic it's so true and it existed in a time when we didn't have all of that so not only was the show itself built around people actually interacting with each other actually talking to each other never looking down at a phone never being distracted in that way um but you know yeah i mean that, w- that was part of the beauty of the show. And, of course, if we did something now, it would be in the current climate of, you know, of the culture. And right. You'd have to have like to a see. you'd have to have like a 360 yeah. experience. Like, or- Chandler, put the phone down. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. But it's like back at a time when like I feel we would you'd have like parties. Well, there's We're a sign. New yeah, hello, New York City. <laughs> hello, New York. Um, where you would have like parties to watch friends like you have to like I remember watching the right. finale like we had to watch it at the time. that I, Was it before TiVo? Was there TiVo? I think because I remember watching it live. I recorded it on my VHS. I like hit the finale. I remember it. Yeah, me too. And like it's it was like back in the day when you had to literally like plan your schedule around when the TV show was airing. Yeah, had to be home. It's so those days. Those days are gone. Long gone. Do you did you ever take anything from the set that you kept? Um, I have a couple of spectacular pairs of pants that belong to Janice that live in my closet, and I have a few things that kind of rattled around in her bags because the prop department would always put little things in my purses, um, keychains with a picture of my daughter, or they did some crazy things. So I have a few of those things at home. So how old is your daughter? I have two. One is about to be twenty-four, and the other one's nineteen. Okay, so are they like? Do they un- they get the gravity of like the fact that you were on the most iconic show ever? You know, I don't really know. It's like it's kind of like you know uh, the lobster doesn't know that it's boiling in the pot until you know or whatever that is. I mean, my children grew up in this, and so it's, uh, my older daughter learned to walk in the hallways at friends, and we took baths in the sink in my dressing room. And my my younger, um, you know, is part of the whole Netflix generation, and all of her mm-hmm. friends are watching it. So yeah, they know. But I'm their mother, so you know they. They get it, and, and I'm also their mother. <laughs> right, right. They like can't 
make you too cool. Okay, if mom, I, stop. If I were like their, if I were your daughter's friends, and I wa- I came over to your house and you walked in, I would be just starstruck. That does happen. Sometimes it takes people a while. You know, sometimes her friends don't put it together because I don't sound like yeah, Janice and right, I don't right, necessarily right. dress like her. <laughs> and so, you know, people ha- can you know know my kids and know me for quite a long time before suddenly the bubble pops and they're like, wait. That's your mother? Yeah. Your mother is Janice? <laughs> is there anybody from the cast that you still like keep close touch with? We're not in close touch, but we all live in LA. And so I see, I do run into people. I run into both Matthews and Lisa. Uh, I haven't seen Jennifer in a lot of years, but, um, but we knew each other before the show. So we have a lot of mutual friends and yeah. I think if I ever met David Schwimmer, I would truly. Yeah. You really like. You're... I love Ross. Yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome, and he directed me in an episode, and he's also, by the way, a great dancer. I don't know if everybody knows that about Ross, but about David, but he's a great dancer. <laughs> you know that? Um, well, the, him and Monica did their... Okay, I don't think that really He's a better shows. dancer than that. <laughs> oh, he's a better, I was like, that's pretty good if you ask me. Yeah, Tanya's no, standards are fantastic. low. Yeah, they are pretty he, low. He's so great. I love them all. We just had so much fun. Do you have a scene? Because I was laughing. I was watching. I was watching it yesterday because it's one of those shows that we were talking about it. She goes to sleep to it. And then I I just I put it on if I see it, if I'm in a hotel room or something and it's on the guide, I'm like, that's the go to. But um, I was watching the episode with the the tuck and roll where he rolls you. (laughs) And I was knowing that I was going to get to talk to you. Do you have any scenes that are like your top? I do. I mean, there's a handful that I really, really love. The 15 Yemen Road Yemen episode <laughs> in the airport was really funny and really hard to get through without laughing. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of obviously the labor, the labor episode. Oh, is yeah. Yemen. So good. Um, uh, here we are again, back in the city. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've to- said to many people that I'm a big fan of the Valentine's episode. I just happen to really love that line that they wrote for me where she says, I cut your heads out of the pictures. Maybe you can use them as puppets in your little theater of cruelty or whatever she says. You know, I just thought that was the most hilarious idea. Um, I love that episode. And I don't know. There's so many that I love. Oh, it's have you gotten to see Gunther like or um Gunther. James Michael. <laughs> Have you gotten to see James Michael? Uh, here? Yeah, we've been we've been together for the last several days doing press together here in this amazing pop-up. So, uh, yeah, we've been we've had some time and we're going to be traveling and doing a few other uh, other things, a few other things. <laughs> a few other <laughs> things and other things. Well, we could not be more honored to have you on the show. Yeah, seriously. seriously. So, so awesome. Sorry I bombarded you and went no, for the hug first. But awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what a great welcome. And like we said to James, we will be seeing you at the next um, anniversaries because we feel like this will be going on for a very long time. Forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Friends fan for life. It's oh, great. Life, and, life. you know, you said you watched it, you know, you watch it going to bed at night. I run into people who tell me that all the time. And I run into people who tell me the show saved their life. Yeah. You know, it through all times, good times, bad times. So I think it's pretty wonderful that it's touched so many people. It's the show that if you watch something that you didn't, it didn't make you feel good. You were like, I got to put on an episode of Friends. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the well, antidote to all things. It really yeah. Is. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you for having me. You'll know real when you get it. 
It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. She was amazing. They were both awesome. That was pretty cool. I also like love the fact that they're like just so down to talk about their friends characters do you know what i mean like yeah yeah they appreciate sometimes... how like how much it means to people mm-hmm. i can't believe she doesn't sound that she's not that janice is like just a voice that Remember? was mind-blowing yeah, yeah. Like, not just a regular she has like a very pleasant voice yeah yeah, like, yeah soothing, soothing. Yeah. but i feel like we could like, we could do that boys oh <laughs> i'm actually pissed i didn't do it for her yeah and she probably, like, yeah. <laughs> probably for the best it's actually probably for the best crickets yeah <laughs> okay Anywho. that would have ended, ended the interview yeah we she's need like it. taxi it's so cool because we are um like the whole set that we're on is literally exact it's really cool it is really cool we took lots of photos and videos we're gonna we're gonna post them for y'all just so you can get the experience but switching gears Switch- we're Two-time People's Choice Award nominees. Woo! That was a thrill. That's crazy. I mean, not that I, w- I'm not surprised, but also it's awesome that like two in a row. I mean, come on. It's pretty sp- special. Pretty special. I, to be honest, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we were able to do this or that our really our listeners were able to do this because that's kind of what it came down to was people like voting us in. Right. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I was like, well, there's so many podcasts out there. Like, you know, maybe they're going to switch it up and make it another new group of people. So it was like really cool to be in there again. And not only that, uh, I have so many thoughts. This is me. This is me like buffering, trying to decide where I want to go with this. However, I just feel like the fact that last year, like our listeners literally rallied and pulled out a win and that people had the audacity to say like, it wasn't legit. This just proves that like, it's legit. Yes. You know what I mean? People said it wasn't legit. Yeah. You know, haters, they just hate. Haters going to hate. Haters mean you're doing something right. Yeah. You, you can't deny the, the power of the scrubbing. In. When the scrubbers come together, I mean, you're a People's Choice Award winner. You become the Caramel Corn Princess. <laughs> like, these are things that no one could have ever dreamed possible. Yeah. I, last year was the first year that they did pop podcasts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I love the idea of you guys just being the <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. podcast winner, like 100% of the 
totally like, look at like that wikipedia entry just like oh yeah down yeah. the list i know yeah. and then somebody actually told me they're like well you guys won it last year you're not really gonna i was like uh, are you kidding like i am starting the campaign trail is it trail yeah trail yeah. i'm starting the campaign trail beck and i are actually going to sit down and send videos to people who send us screenshots that they have maxed out their votes um we are we're going for a two-peat yeah we are yeah I also feel we have some, uh, we have another iHeartRadio, um, produced podcast, uh, winding, winding, wind down, wind down with Janet Kramer. Okay. I was like, I'm saying something Thank wrong. Thank you very much. And Michael Costin. I, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Mike's on the show yeah. on the title now too. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which yes, we, we also do at iHeartRadio. Yeah. It's part of the, uh. Extended podcast universe. I texted yeah. her right away when I saw and congratulated her. Me too. Cause I like, obviously love them and yeah i'm gonna throw them some votes yeah <laughs> yeah you're always generous with the other nominees very generous for the yeah because like i love jana and, and mike and so i'm gonna throw them a couple but definitely keeping the majority <laughs> under scrubbing. scrubbing in yeah it's it's a different way of doing it this year they make it a lot easier yeah it's true it's a yeah. lot easier so but we were debating you. like our our outfits last night somebody messaged me this morning they were like my vote is for the um, the cream color for bones. They were like dying that you said cream for bones. I mean, Tanya really... She, the, the whole joke with Tanya is that she always takes something just like one step too far. That's like, not too far. Wanting no, no, to be no. like Destiny's Child and no, like matching is no. so cute. You started with scrubs though. Oh yeah. The matching and coordination is totally acceptable. Okay. I'm so down for it. But you were like trying to make it cardiothoracic and red or so that's why I threw out cream for bones. It's so good. Um, do you have any plans with Senor? Um, we are plansless this weekend. Um, but we did talk last night that we want to see each other. So I'm trying to figure it out because I have like a lot of um, plans with friends. Like I have a, uh, one of my best friends, her mom's birthday this weekend and then some other another birthday happening mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. um so i might have to bring him along is that too much i just feel like it's too I'm much i'm gonna be at one of the things so i hope that you bring him along is i haven't it, gotten to meet him yet i know but i'm like wondering if it's too much because he's already met like two of my friends i haven't met any of his friends like i don't want to like be overwhelming him well i think you ask him and if he wants to go then that's his decision if he's like oh that's a little overwhelming then okay i guess i can say i'm gonna go to these two birthdays you're more than welcome to come with me don't say you're more than welcome. i'd love love for you to come come. with me okay (laughs) you should be dying to meet your friends Mm -hmm. that that was my move is i would want to meet as many of the friends as possible because then if we get them on my side Really? Then, yeah, because then, then you know yeah. they're hanging out. And they're like, "Oh, my, Easton's so great. Easton's the best." Mm-hmm. So, but the- seriously. So here's the thing, though. Like, I just, um, I feel like I don't want to. Like, I like him a lot. Oh, <laughs> she's struggling with the fact that she likes him. A I'm lot. struggling with the fact that I like him a lot, and so I'm like, I guess I'm not. I don't. I don't know if he feels the same way about me. So I just don't want to overwhelm him. I guess I don't know what the move is. If that makes sense from what you've told me there's nothing that he's done that should make you question if he feels the same way about you especially as a like a guy who's they're normally not as you know expressive with their emotions and i feel like he's very like he communicates that to you 
So I think you need to just relax, not overthink things. It is not the, overthink it things. Is, talking no, to the overthinker queen it over is here. The best and worst feeling to like someone that much. It's oh. like literally the best high and also like the scariest scary. It's the scariest <laughs> scary because I'm like I actually really like him and he actually lives in my town yeah, this and is like, a big deal. yeah like there's a lot of things that line up with this guy in terms of just like the way that we live our lives and and how we want to live our lives and so it's like really exciting but it's also so terrifying but you have to focus on the exciting part the like thrill of liking someone and getting to see them and getting to talk to them I know but you know me like I'm really terrible at the game and I feel like I should... Why are you, got, you're not even having to play the game. I know, but shouldn't I try? I feel like there's not many games being played here. You guys are No, there's being, zero no, games. And that's, that's what rules about this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be looking for a game to play. <laughs> She's like, but wait, I don't need to play a game. How do I make one up? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I just get... I think I'm just getting like nervous. I understand. It, like, it feels too good to be true, maybe. Yes. I yeah. understand that completely. Yeah. But... Uh, it's not, I mean, you should just try to, it, like, you get caught up in that, but it's it's happening, and you should enjoy how it feels. It's happening. It's, it's happening, baby. <laughs> I know. I took pictures. I sent Becca, obviously, the, um, a picture from the picnic, and then I showed it, sent it to, like, Ryan and Sisney and Patty, and they were like, this is the cutest thing. Like, I'm like, I know. And he's smiling so big in the photos. So having the best time. Best time. I know. But you don't want to, like... Let's say it continues. You don't want to look back and be like, oh, I spent so much time scared and not enjoying just like what it was. So I know you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. You go back and forth, though. I do go back Every and forth. Every text she gets, she goes, oh. That's <laughs> so embarrassing. And I'm like, what? And she's like, he's just so cute. <laughs> it's always this like groan. Like, oh. Literally, that's that. <laughs> I know. It's like to the point where when I'm like doing the show or if I'm doing something where I actually have to like, I can't, I have to like turn my phone like on its face so that I can't see him text. Yeah. Because like no wow. matter how good we think we are at multitasking when someone has your attention like oh, that. Oh yeah. It's like he has my in. attention. <laughs> it's like so, it's nuts. So here we are. Just here we are. Um, my best friend from Louisiana, Laura, is flying out. It's her birthday today, actually. Happy belated Today's birthday. Thursday, but happy belated birthday, Laura. We love you. But she's coming out, and then we're going on a little California up the coast road trip. Cute. I know. I'm super excited. Road trip? Literally, Laura's the reason why I'm here. Because she's the one who nominated me for The Bachelor. So, like, everything that has come from being on The Bachelor literally is because Laura nominated me out of nowhere so what do you tell us what you're do you want to keep it as a surprise what you're doing or um i don't really know we're just gonna kind of i'm thinking santa barbara go up to big sur maybe end in uh like where yeah san what's francisco. Say, where, end in san francisco yeah. and then drive What's back san francisco anything well i mean anything worthwhile you know, <laughs> uh like yosemite oh. north of san francisco yosemite is that where the huge trees are yeah, there there's big trees there. No, I'm there's talking half, about the thick ones, you know, well, like, like the sequoias, like yeah, the one, like the one you drive through. Yeah, it's sequoias. I, I mean, that? think they're yeah, they're, they're there. Wait, we have to research that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how many days? So, like, you're gonna are you gonna spend a day? Or are you gonna spend the night? Like, where are you gonna spend? I think the night? we're gonna go Sunday and then come back Wednesday. So it's gonna oh, be, that's quick. It's quick, but it's like, I mean, it, you could go up to San Francisco in one day, you know, 
Or like two back to back. We're in New York. Yeah. We're going back tomorrow. Like you can do anything. That's true. You really can do anything. But we're just going to go. We So we really only get to see each other during our birthdays, which is really special. But, you know, it is like, okay, let's do our, our yearly thing. And then we'll see each other for my birthday too. Okay. So I'm just going to put it on my calendar. You're gone Monday through Wednesday. <laughs> Sunday through Wednesday. Sunday through Wednesday. You'll be okay. I'd Senor, Senor. <laughs> Senor, he's really stepped in for me. He's really. <laughs> I am no longer the I boyfriend actually, or best friend and uh, best friend. Yeah, I know. I actually need to watch. Um, I think Monday I'm going to start season two of Fleabag. I really want to finish season. I've heard that's very good. Yeah, I heard it's even better than season one. So I really want to finish season two before the Emmys. Did y'all see the girl who sat next to the guy on the plane and they never said a word, but at the end she dropped something and then he picked it up or she, he dropped his water bottle and then she picked it up and handed it to him. And then I think a girl in the group somehow knew the guy or something. In scrubbing in? Yes. No. I'll have to find it. And I... Is there a love connection being made? I don't... Dropping I think, water bottle? I don't know, but she was like asking if she should... If, I, she may have found him on social media and was going to slide into his DMs, but was asking for advice. So I wanted to get like an update and see if there was anything. But sorry, this is like a moot point because I can't. Um, it's a moot point. It's a moot since we're here. Yeah. It's a moot point. You know, a cow's opinion doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, but anyways, that, I was thinking about that because I was like catching up on it. It's really cute. Hmm. I hope they fall in love. I hope they fall in love too. Because um, love is in the air. Okay, so we are going to head back to the hotel. We got a really amazing, emotional email from one of our listeners, and we're going to give her a call and say hello because um, she's going through a lot right now. Yeah. And um, then we we will call time of death in the hotel. We don't want to call time of death in the friends on the friends' couch. No, so, it no. doesn't feel right. We, we we really have had the best time here at the friends. Papa Warner Brothers put this together with Superfly. They were behind the Seinfeld experience uh, that uh, they're going to do later in the year, where you can go inside Jerry's apartment and everything. But um, there, there's uh, a bunch of original props from the show. It's 8,500 square feet. Like I said before, the Rachel wigs. So if you want, if you if you, I know it's sold out, but if you can get in here in New York City, uh, it's running until October seventh. Uh, if you're a Friends fan, you have to get over here because this is really like a magical experience. Yeah. And like we said earlier, if you're not able to get in, you should come into the, the area where you can buy merch and see the... You can see like Central, Central Perk. Central Perk. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's awesome. So thank... I'm so beyond happy that we got to do this. Thank you for having us. We'll never be the same. Never be the same. We'll be there for you because you're there for us too. Well, Liquid IV is the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Um, I know I'm always trying to drink more water and Liquid IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone with an added bonus for vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and my favorite, B12. I mean, nothing I need more than a hydrator with added vitamins. My body is yearning for Liquid IV. Um, you feel good and you do good. Liquid IV has donated 1.5 million sticks to date to places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and most recently Nepal. With each purchase you make, Liquid IV donates a serving to someone in need around the whole world. 
Yep, Liquid IV helps prevent jet lag when traveling. Uh, they're TSA friendly and it's perfect for on-the-go travelers. It helps to keep your skin hydrated while flying and it can be used right before, during, or after flights. Did you bring yours to New York? I had some on the on the plane and it was a game changer because literally I feel like no matter what, no matter how much water I drink on the plane, I still feel gross and dehydrated. I felt... I feel great. <laughs> I felt great when I got off the plane. That's true. Becca is like really, really, really strong behind liquid IV. Yeah. I've only heard rave reviews. I only do the best for my body. You yeah, know that's that. true. <laughs> uh, liquid IV is the fastest growing wellness brand. You can find them everywhere, even Costco. You can find their hydration multiplier sold at all Costco's nationwide, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy clean ingredients only. I love Liquid IV. I would say we love Liquid IV and we know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use our code SCRUBBINGIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything that you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter our promo code SCRUBBINGIN to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code SCRUBBINGIN. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Um, I would just like to um, acknowledge we got this email and it really touched me. I feel like we get emails every now and then and um, they get sent to us and they're just really encouraging. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about it earlier and it was kind of this moment of I think sometimes we get kind of discouraged that, um, I don't know, like sometimes our podcast, like we wish we had more listens. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't get to see that is discouraging for sure. And so we get in our heads a lot about things. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, this is what matters. I know. So, uh, we got this email. So Easton, he's going to read it for us as the caramel corn princess would (laughs) and should. Thank you so much. Uh, This is from Melinda. Uh, I am 27 years old, and I was brought to the hospital with severe shortness of breath and chest pain at 39 weeks pregnant, where an 11-centimeter tumor was found in my mediastinum, I'm sorry, the space between my lungs, which houses the heart. I gave birth to my healthy baby girl, Amelia, but the biopsy revealed my tumor to be a fast-growing type of lymphoma, for which I am now undergoing 24-7 intensive chemotherapy. I have been separated from my baby since, and I haven't seen my two-year-old. I just wanted you guys to know that what you do really does make a difference in people's lives, whether they're going through good times or bad. My hair is, go- is most likely going to start falling out next week, and will- I will most likely be shaving it off. Likely either listening to you guys or Taylor's album. <laughs> Taylor Swift's album. Uh, if there's any way to get a phone call or shout-out, it would really make my week. And so that is what we're going to do right now. Yeah. So we're going to call her. I don't even have words. I know. I think it's, just, I mean, obviously it's not like we're pretty aware that we're not changing the world, but I think just providing any sort of comfort through a time like this is really like humbling and kind of puts things into perspective. Completely into perspective. Yeah. I'm excited to call. Oh. Hopefully she answers. Hello. Is this Melinda? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Melinda. <laughs> oh my God, is this Becca and Tanya? 
It's Becca, Tanya, and Easton, the Caramel Corn Princess. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Caramel Corn Princess. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, Melinda? Oh, my gosh. Um, a lot better. <laughs> a lot better from um, a week ago, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was. we were just talking about your email, and it's kind of hard to even really relate or grasp what you're going through. You know, like 27 years old as a mom, it's like the last thing you would think you should be worrying about. So I mean, you're a hero to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm like overwhelmed hearing your guys' voice. No. So Um, where are you? Where are you right now? Are you at home or? I'm actually in the hospital still. Okay. Um, I just finished two days ago. I finished a uh, five-day cycle of chemotherapy um, that was running 24 hours a day for five days. Wow. So, um, and what's what was really ironic is as it, like she was finishing the chemotherapy, I was listening to Taylor Swift, and the "Soon You'll Get Better" song was playing, mm. and I just freaking lost it. <laughs> but. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm still here. Hopefully I get to go home. I haven't seen my kids in a week. Mm. Um, have the do- what is it? Have the doctors, what's your prognosis? Um, it's really good. It's, um, very, it's a very aggressive, uh, form of lymphoma, but it's very treatable. Um, so I, we just basically have to go like really hard. Um, you know what that means, Melinda? <laughs> what you have to bring out your inner warrior uh-huh. <laughs> I know you got I this I know so yeah the next like six to eight months is gonna be tough but you know I have two kids that I have to <laughs> be strong for so well like I mean we could not be rooting for you more and um I do want you to know that um you have, I know, at least 25,000 people, at least that are part of the Facebook group, who are behind you, too, and much more than that, but yeah. those we know oh for gosh. sure. You definitely yeah. will definitely be praying for you, and if there's anything that, it, like, honestly, I know you said you just wanted us to call you, but if there's anything that we can do, like, please reach out and let us know. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Yeah, every little bit of positivity helps, so... Well, what's your, uh, I mean, just to go kind of off subject, what's your favorite song of the day from Taylor's album? (laughs) (laughs) I know that's like the hot topic lately. Well, obviously like that song I'm obsessed with. I I listened to the Soon You'll Get Better before all this, like only two weeks ago, I thought I was just pregnant and having like really bad pregnancy symptoms. So I cried like before even any of this happened, but obviously that song and um, I honestly, everything you guys have said that you liked, I agree with. I can't remember song names right now. Well, yeah, you got, you got a lot going on, but, <laughs> yeah. um, um, well, I was going to say, um, as far as your, so I know this is like a weird way to look at things, but it's such a like weird blessing that you're pregnant and having these symptoms because a yeah. lot of times, like I, 
I can be a hypochondriac to be honest. And so like if I'm having shortness of breath or something, I'm like, oh God, like what yeah. is this? But the fact that you're like, well, I, I should get it checked out because I have a, you know, I'm pregnant and that's probably important anyway. So yeah. it's, and it's probably why your prognosis is so good, you know? So yeah. And the blessing, the huge, another huge blessing is, I mean, I'm a, I've been an ICU nurse for five years. So to be honest, I really knew something was wrong. Um, but, uh, they kept saying, you know, it's just pregnancy, it's just pregnancy. But if we would have found it sooner, then it would have complicated my pregnancy. And now I have a completely perfect, healthy, wow. uh, wow. newborn, you know, cause they might've, you know, yeah. I might've had to make some right, decisions or yeah. So. Um, I pretty much, my body, I think pushed itself as far as it could <laughs> until I could have the baby. Wow. You are so, you're literally, a, you're yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't spell awesome without me, but you also can't spell Melinda without me. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's very true. true. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time to call me. It means so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, we love you so much. I we don't even like I don't even know you, and I love you so much. <laughs> I just want to give you a hug. It's and just, so I weird. Know, I know. I know I you can't wait to see those babies. And honestly, yes. though, please, please, please keep us posted on your health and and the yes. even the little steps and what you're like the steps yeah. that you're making. Yeah, I'll be. Um, in the hospital pretty much every three weeks for, I think, six, six chemo cycles. So, um, yep. Well, you've we got it. We'll be pumping out episodes for you. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we love Thank you so you much. Yeah, we love you. We're All praying right. so hard for you. Okay. All right. Have a good one. Bye, Melinda. Okay, bye. 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 bye, guys. Wow. It just, it, everything that I have any complaints about, it's just out the window, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's such a testament, though, too, to, like, just. It's such a testament to knowing your body, you know? And, like, mm -hmm. knowing when something's, like, like I said, there's things where it's like, okay, I'm having shortness of breath. You know, that can be co something common. But knowing, like, something's not normal you know like i need to actually take a further step so but just even saying that she said that the doctors were turning her away That's saying insane. like no you're fine but had they caught it at that point they probably would have told her like you need to terminate mm -hmm. this pregnancy yeah that is wild yeah well melinda we love you so glad we got to talk to you you're amazing and we'll definitely keep you guys posted too as she keeps us posted we will keep you posted on how she's doing yes because she's only going to be getting better and better. That's right. Better and better. Um, are we going to do this other email? Yeah. Son's partner. <laughs> this is from Crystal. Uh, Becca and Tanya have discussed wanting children. Tanya, usually in the same breath, says that she wants a life partner and children. But I was curious if either of them have ever thought about having children sans partner. Wow. That's a, that's a big choice to make. Um, it's so funny. I was just watching a friends episode before we, before I came down here 
And Monica, I think, had just broken up with Richard, you know, and she's like, I how am I ever going to find someone that I love again? I want kids. I don't want to just like wait to find someone else. And she's kind of like making the decision like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a baby. And Ross is like, uh, aren't you missing something like a dad? And I was thinking like times have changed so much since then, you know, like you oh, watch Friends yeah. and things are like actually quite politically incorrect. Totally. But- <laughs> hell yeah. You don't need no man. You just need a sperm. <laughs> I don't need you. I just need your sperm. <laughs> but the thing Thank is. Thank you next. Obviously, you can do it on your own. There's like so many like single moms out there and single dads out there who are doing it on their own. But I do think having a partner to help is like is very I think it's a big deal. Like I don't discredit having a partner. However, I think if you long for kids and you feel like that's a desire of your heart and you haven't found a partner to do it with, then I think, of course, you can do it on but your own. But she's saying, have you ever thought you made yeah. Rebecca Tilly? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course I have because I do want Song's kids. partner. Yeah. But I also know that I love sleep and I, I, I've raised a dog by my, I'm like almost, well, I have my sisters and it would have been really hard to do it on my own because they were like, we alternated <laughs> nights of when we were up with her. So imagine doing that with children, not having someone else. It's. You, you're not just taking on like a babysitting job. Mm-hmm. It's like you're raising a child. So I've thought about it and I've thought like, it's cool that I have the option to do that if I, w- if I ever choose to, or, or feel like that's what I want to do. But ideally I would like to have, you know, someone to do it with mm-hmm. you. Um, I've actually thought about this a lot because I am son's partner currently. Um, and I do want children. However, it goes back to the reason why I haven't frozen my eggs because I do feel like God's put it in my heart that I, I am going to have a partner and I am going to have a family. So it's kind of like, I'm going to get one with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to fertilize myself. Does that, that was way graphic. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. It's tough to, you, Meaning like it, it's a desire of my heart that, that I'm going to have a life partner. Like I'm going to have a husband and I'm going to have kids and I'm going to have a family. Yeah. So if God put that on my heart, he's going to like bring it to fruition. So I don't need to like freeze my eggs. I don't, it's just going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. The way it's supposed to happen for me. So in my mind, I don't see it sans partner. You don't see yourself having kids without a partner. Correct. But I don't think freezing your eggs means you're not like putting faith in God. I think no, no, no. I don't think that's what it means. Oh. No, no. I don't think that's what it means. I just think for me, I've been so caught up in the whole, like, I think I let a lot of people get into my head of like, your eggs are getting older. Maybe you should freeze them. But I'm like, no, I think like I'm going to have a kid the way I'm supposed to have a kid. Which I'm is not going to prepare for default, <laughs> you know, that may be naive, but. I don't think it's, I mean, no, I mean, it's not, I'm sorry, but you're, you're 32. It's not like you're like (laughs) 75 and we're like, oh, it's over for time. She's no chance. Yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. I'm worried for you. Thanks. Cool. There you go, Crystal. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. You remember last week when we were trying to help Julia and like nothing helped. She tweeted us and was like, I'm dying laughing at everyone trying to give advice. Like, sorry, we didn't help much. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, you can, they can't all be tens. You know? yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true I yeah. I think if we're batting average is like a 
seven were solid. You guys give pretty good advice 99% of the time, I think. Thank you. You know, I really felt validated one time because we had a therapist on or, yeah, a therapist, I think, a psychologist or something. And every, I would answer like my opinion and she'd be like, that sounds, that's, yeah, that's what I would say too. And I was like, I'm a therapist. Oh, for sure. I always tell you that. I'm like, (laughs) you have the most like level head on you than like most people I know. Like I get worried about my advice because I'm so like, meh. Yeah, but you know, it's the thing. We say it all the time. Those who don't, who, those who can't, what is it? Those, those who, who don't wed plan. Those who can't, is that the wedding planner who, one? Oh, well, I don't know about that, but it's those who can't teach and those who can't teach, teach PE. Isn't that the line? No, it's those <laughs> who can't do teach. There you go. That's it. That's the actual quote. Wow. Basically, what it's saying is I don't necessarily follow my level-headed advice all the time, but I'm great at giving it to others. That's true. Uh, (laughs) I take your advice. I take your advice like 90% of the time. Yeah. I have good advice for you. Yeah, it's true. But I feel like like getting advice from someone who's opposite of you is good. For sure. Because it gives you a different perspective. Because I give you good advice. Oh, I give you good advice. Oh, whoa. You didn't even give me a chance to like agree. You like got defensive and double down on it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, I give, I give it you the best you. advice. <laughs> yeah. What would you say your best advice is that you've given me? I just feel as though there might be people in your life that are very similar to myself. Oh, yeah. So it's easy for me to see things from a different perspective and yeah. help you see the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. (laughs) Well, this has been a fun show. I mean, we've been at Central Perk all day at the Friends Pop-Up. Talk about a dream come true. I know. I was going to see if I could like rent it and sleep there or something just to really I guess they're putting uh, sofas around the country. Around the world, right? Around the world. I heard they're putting couches in like uh, the Eiffel Tower. Wow. Uh, Cool. Huge landmarks like um, uh, what's another one like the, the pyramids, the pyramids, <laughs> the very first cheesecake factory, you know, places like that, like <laughs> yeah. places people know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun visiting the the friends pop up here in New York City yeah. where it all happens. This we- is truly a dream come true. I, I literally watched this show every night before I go to bed. I, it's a daily. I watch it daily. Everything comes back to friends. And I watched it before. Like I watched it as it was. Just coming to an end live. For sure. Same. So I saw the like finale live and now it's so fun rewatching it still. It never gets old. I agree. So good. So good. Well, thank you guys. Shall we call time of death? Let's call it. All right. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Was that loud? It was really loud. Um, mm, four, 14. No. 14. 27. No. No. 14. 12. No. 14. Wait, 6, 7, 8. 18. 18. I'm right. 18. 27. Wow. wow. And I'm the one on sans sleep. <laughs> Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.